Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for listening in today. I'm excited to be here and I'm excited that you're joining me to learn about crystals and crystal healing and how they correspond to our chakras or the energy centers. And if you would like to receive a mini reading today, make sure to raise your hand by clicking the raise your hand button. That's either down below or up above, depending upon what type of operating system that you're using. So then I'll know that you want a mini reading, whether it's psychic or mediumship. I will be doing those, a few of them. And you must have your audio and video on if you would like to have a reading. So make sure that you have that enabled on your screen and then I will unmute you um, as you log in. Today, if you would like a copy of your reading, then you can find that later on on YouTube because I'll have that posted. And then you can also pick that up on iTunes as well as well as on my website. The YouTube page is youtube.com forward slash Lisa Busan. Busan is spelled B-O-U-S-S-O-N. So easy peasy there, yes. And then you can find the podcasted version of this show on my iTunes page, which is simply iTunes uh, dot com forward slash insight with psychic medium Lisa Busan. So if you go to iTunes and just type in Lisa Busan, you should be able to find that there. But all the links and all the cool nifty cool things will be found on the show notes of this page as well as on my website and on the YouTube video. So you can find all the links there. Now, the finished edited version of this show will also include photographs of the stones or the crystals that will be used in the show, the ones I'm talking about. And keep in mind the list of crystals or the crystals that I'm mentioning are in no way an exhaustive list. There's many different crystals that can be used for different purposes. But the ones that I'm listing here are easily found. You're readily available. You can find them just about anywhere. But then I also have a chakra kit, if you will, on my Amazon page. So you can find that as well. If you just type in amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Lisa Busan, then you, know, you can find all the information there that you'll need and a little cool gadgets and gizmos that I offer that correspond to the programs that I offer and the um, books and tools that I find very helpful in my own practice. And I truly believe that they can help you as well. So, and those are the only ones that I post there. But so if you want a ready-made kit with all the stones in there, that would be correlating to the show today, as well as the, um, the corresponding chakra areas. Yeah, you'll find it on my Amazon page. So I suppose we need to start at the beginning, huh? So what on earth is a chakra? Well, we have hundreds of chakra points in our body and on our body. And I guess to, to whittle it down, a chakra is an energy point. It's an energy point in the body. But the seven main chakras that we have and that I'll be talking about today that govern all our bodily systems, whether physical, mental, spiritual, or emotional, run from the base of the spine all the way up to the crown of the head. So we'll be going over those seven main chakras today. Again, if you'd like a reading, you need to raise your hand so I'll know that you're interested in receiving a reading and I will get you on air and we can take care of that, all right? So corresponding to the seven main areas, I'm gonna start from the root of the body, the root chakra first. But in ancient times, crystals have been used for so many different shamanistic purposes, healing purposes, abundance purposes. And we'll go over a little bit about that today. And the stones and crystals have such a powerful energy about them that it's like a natural healing method or natural uh, promoting method to achieve different goals, all right? So each crystal has its own unique properties and I'll be talking about them today. Um, again, the list is not exhaustive because there's many different crystals that can do the same thing. 
but um, the ones I'm sharing with you today are the ones I find most beneficial and are easily available. So let's start at the root chakra, which is the base of the spine, right? It's really found between your legs or in the groin area. And the best stone or crystal that I find for that is the snowflake obsidian. As you'll see, the stone is very black and it can be tumbled or raw, it doesn't matter. Um, but there's like white or gray snowflakes in it. It's really cool. I love, love, love this stone for meditating for grounding myself. When I feel like I'm a little woo-woo and a little crazy out there, Snowflake Obsidian is a surefire way to help you get back into sync with where you need to be, all right? It really is a stone of purity, so it gets you back to base. It gets you back to um, a place of homeostasis, all right? It provides you balance, Again, remember I said earlier that if you feel a little woo-woo or dizzy or off a little bit, this is a great thing to do. I often use snowflake obsidian when I'm flying. Instead of taking a Dramamine, now of course I'm not diagnosing or prescribing, but instead of taking a Dramamine, a lot of times I'll put a snowflake obsidian, yep, down here in my bra. That's a great pocket for us girls that don't have pockets in our slacks. But guys, just stick it in your wallet or stick it in your pocket. It's a great stone for that um, because a lot of people get uh, vertigo or something like that when they're flying or seasick or car sick or whatever. Great stone to stick in your kid's pocket or diaper, or, <laughs> or whatever, right? It's just a wonderful thing because it really balances the body, mind, and spirit. And it has a lot to do with the energy centers in the body. It, again, it acts as that, I guess, an anchor. It really does. It adds stability. Um, and it's, it's a very powerful, very powerful stone. So don't think just because it's black, it's, it's a negative stone. Absolutely not. It's just bringing you back to ground, right? Ground zero. Um, it also helps you release mental stress patterns, I have found. Because it helps you ground and, uh, I guess, bring you back to wholeness, that it affects your whole body from the base of the spine all the way up. And it really, to me, helps me to get rid of that, I want to say, wrong thinking. So whenever I feel down about myself or if I feel like I'm under a lot of stress, that helps a lot there too as well. So that inner centering, that inner centering that we all need, Snowflake Obsidian is it. It'll help you focus. Um, which actually makes it a great stone for meditation, which is, as I said earlier, this is the, one of the primary reasons between the grounding um, and the meditation. It should really be in your arsenal. If nothing else, that should be in your arsenal. All right. So let's take, let me promote someone to panelist and then I can um, get them on the line. The first person I have here is Dawn. Oh. Hi, Dawn. Hi. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Good, good. How can I help you, dear? Well, it was probably been about a week ago, in the middle of the night. I woke up to a voice which was standing around my bed. I'm not sure whether it was exclusive the bed or outside of the bed, but the voice just said, Mom. And it was so vivid and so... I don't know, I, I sat up in bed expecting to see somebody there. And I don't know where this is coming from. Do you have any insight that you can give me? Yes, there's a couple as a matter of fact. One of the things, it kind of freaks you out because I've had something like that happen before. Um, and it, it does, even though you're sleeping, it just kind of shocks you awake, right? Because it sounds like there's someone sitting right here. Um, my thinking is, in your situation, are you in fact a mother? Yeah. 
Okay, so one of the things my guess is, and it's an educated guess, is that in a dream state, one of your children has left their body physically, which is normal, so don't let that freak you out. It's very, very normal for us to leave our physical body when we're sleeping. So in that dream state, it's very possible that her little spirit, or his little spirit, whatever, came and was actually standing next to you, and you actually heard that manifestation um, because you're clairaudient, right? You're psychically hear things, and that's so it doesn't surprise me in the least. The other thing that could possibly be happening is it's quite possible one of your guides or your angels is saying, Mom, simply to get your attention because they knew it was going to wake you up. And in times like that, how do you know? Was it important? Do I need to be aware of what's going on? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe this is some weird thing. But it's quite possible that also, now here's, a, here's something else that just popped into my awareness. If there's ever a, a miscarriage or you've lost a child in any manner, that child could be also coming back. So did you recognize the voice? I want to say it was male, but I'm not positive it just was so vivid and so clear that yeah you know i don't know which child that was calling to me okay no i get it so i'm gonna stick with my educated guess in that it was a dream state out of body experience which is very normal which is very normal yeah and you just happen to tap into it so and what's happening with the child on that end is they're just dreaming of you right okay. so in their state they're either dreaming of you or they're actually awake that but that would have to uh entail lucid dreaming which a lot of times people it's very rare um so where they'll actually travel to you in their dream state all right so like, I'll see mom in my dream state, I'll see mom sleeping and I want to go get her attention. All right. Um, but my guess is just because of the, the, um, the percentage, like opportunity of that is it's probably that the child has left his or her body um, in a dream state. Yeah. Again, very normal. Okay. Very normal. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully that helped Sorry, explain things to concerned. you. Pardon me? I said, so I shouldn't be too concerned? No, no, not in the least. Not in the least. No, because unless you felt that uh, concern, like fear, did you wake up feeling fearful or just like, oh my gosh, you know? So I don't get a sense of there anything wrong. No, I don't. Yeah. So thanks for chiming in, Dawn. Thanks for listening in, honey. That's All right. Take care, honey. So let's move on. Let's go to the second chakra or the spleen chakra. Now, I know, like, where the heck is the spleen, right? <laughs> um, the second chakra resides about two inches below the belly button, give or take. All right. So it'll give you an idea as to where it's at. Now, the stone I use for this is carnelian. And I love, love, love carnelian. That's one of my favorite stones ever. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful orange brilliant orange it reminds me of a blood orange uh fruit right so it's really really dark vibrant orange it's absolutely gorgeous and i love it love it love it the carnelian stabilizes our energy it acts as like right it restores the vitality um it helps me get motivated um when I feel like I'm kind of punky or blah, I stick that carnelian in my pocket here and it helps tremendously. Now, I know some people use it for um, stimulating creativity. For me, yeah, sometimes I, I find that that helps, although I've never really intentionally used it for that, so I really can't say yay or nay either way. However, I've never really noticed uh, that stimulated when I'm using the carnelian, all right? Now, of course, carnelian can be, you know, as I said, they give like really deep orange, but it can also be striated with white or a little bit of yellow in there, and it doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter if it's more light orange or dark orange or whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. Whatever your preference, what does it look like? It still has the qualities in it that you're looking for. Um, I also have heard that it promotes, um, I guess, courage, you would say. Some people use it like if they're to do any public work or um, uh, <laughs> like a TED talk would be a good thing or speaking publicly or teaching publicly or if you have to stand up in front of a crowd or if you're fearful of make, making the next move in a business transaction um, that the carnelian does help with that because it also helps promote positive choices and being assured of the positive choice like feeling comfortable in that right so i've also found for myself that it is um because of all the other qualities I just mentioned, it motivates me to move forward in a pathway which I'm looking for to achieve success, all right? So if I'm undertaking a, a task or I'm expecting or even experiencing a difficult transition into something, and I, that makes me fearful of stepping forward, I'll use a carnelian so that I can move forward with confidence because it does motivate me to act, right? Um, maybe I should do that for exercising. <laughs> that would be a good one, right? So also, and I've not experienced this firsthand because I have not been a victim of it, but I've also heard that Carnelian does help overcome any kind of abuse, but it's not just abuse done to us, but abuse that we're doing to ourselves as well. Right. So whether you're being physically, mentally, emotionally abused, but what are, how are you abusing your own physical, mental or um, energetic bodies? All right. So that's pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I like that a lot. I really, really, really like it. Um, there's also one uh, which is citrine, which is coming up for the third chakra, which is just above the belly button. That um, is good for, um, self-destructive abuse as well so we'll get into that let's take another person who's attending i'm promoting roberta hi lisa how are you i'm good how are you i'm doing well thanks thanks for taking my question oh, um you're welcome you know over the last probably five or six weeks i've had a lot going on in my life um and i've noticed i'm seeing things like out of the side of my eye at different rooms, different times a day. Uh, it's really picked up since Thanksgiving. And actually on Thanksgiving, I, I really felt somebody take hold of my shoulder. And, um, you know, I, I don't sleep well at all. So I know I never get into that REM state. But I'm wondering if there's a message that somebody's trying to get through to me. I've been trying to meditate on it and I'm not getting anything, but I keep seeing these and it's happening more frequently. I'm really excited for you. I do have to say, I'm really excited. So I am, I'm very excited for you because I know as you're developing more and more things will happen, experiences will happen to you where you'll start noticing things that probably were always there, but you never noticed them, right? So obviously your clairvoyance is kicking in it, it's picking up it's building steam and then your clairsentience which is the feeling on the shoulder that's a bodily thing that is also kicking in and your clairsentience and your clairvoyance are probably two of the most important chakras or clairs that we have honestly so my feeling is when i was tuning into you see when you talk i tune in and what I was picking up was either a father or a grandfather that's around you that, that put the hand on the shoulder, all right? Now, a lot of people, it's very common for people to see shadow people or think that they see someone and then they look and then no one's there, all right? Now, a lot of times people freak out because either it's dark energy or it's gray energy and they, they freak out for no reason, honestly. Uh, because what I've learned now, of course, it would have freaked me out, too, if I was first beginning and the energy was really dark. However, what I've learned is that anything, anything, whether it's a spirit guide or a human or an animal, 
So anything that has ever been in physical form will project clairvoyantly as a shadow person, right? Now the depth of color, whether it's white to black, is simply notice of the density of the being's energy, right? The trick for you now, Roberta, is to not look. No. That's, That's the hard part. It is hard because the first thing we want to do is go, ah! right? So the trick is honestly to not look. So if I'm looking at you, I can see that here off to this side, there's a photo on the wall and I can tell that it's a rather large photo. Of course, I know what it looks like, but you know, I mean, you can get an idea. Mm-hmm. Over here on this side of the room is I'm seeing large speakers. I see something tall. I'm not sure what the heck that is because I don't remember because uh, I'm not in my home. Um, but I'm also getting a sense of large curtains or something like that. right? And you can do this exact same thing with a shadow person, shadow animal or whatever. All right, you can do the exact same thing. Um, one of the things is if it just surprises you, fine. It might startle you. That's fine. Just because you're not expecting it. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you focus here, you need to tune into your gut and say, am I okay? Is this all right? Probably 9.99999% of the chance it's your loved ones in spirit or your spirit guides or your angels. All right. So I I really wouldn't worry about that. Um, The only time, and I really wouldn't even be worried is if I were out in public and it happened right? And just, I I say I wouldn't worry because the physical world scares me more than the spirit world does, (laughs) all right? Because you're going to attract like, right? Like attracts like, and if you're a positive, good person, upbeat, you know, that has honor and integrity, that's what you're going to attract to you, right? Because honestly, little old you, Roberta, what would an, an evil spirit want to do with you? They'd be bored. I, exactly. Exactly. So, like I said, the only time that that I would be hesitant, I want to say that, is if I'm out in public and it happens, you know, whether you're driving a car or walking in the grocery store or whatever, you know. So, just be aware of, of what's around you and you can tell if it's man or woman or dog or cat even or even a mouse or whatever, um, but you can sense that. Yeah, you can sense that. So Lisa, yeah. these could be different because pe- pe- one time I, I sensed it was a cat. Yes. So, okay. Thank you. That yes. makes sense. Yes. So anything that's ever been in physical form. Okay. Right? Anything that's ever been in physical form. Um, yeah. And that's actually how I pick up spirit animals when they come through when I'm doing a public demonstration. Hmm. Yeah. That's usually how it happens. I usually see them peripherally. And I can sense that I've got a big dog here or this tiny little kitty or something, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So I'll be seeing you in a couple of weeks in the class and we'll, I'm looking forward to your exploration into the world of spirit. Can't wait. Thank you. Take care, sweetie. So my little chicklets, getting back onto the third chakra, which is about two inches above the belly button this time. And we're talking about the stone citrine citrine now citrine comes in quite a few different colors but the one we're looking at is yellow yeah yellow 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 um it is kind of gold yellow type and very often you'll see it as like a variegated so it can go from a crystal down to a yellow base very common it's probably the most common that you're going to find the form in Uh, not necessarily tumbled although you can find it tumbled but more often than not you will find it in a little bit of a uh, I guess crystalline form, kind of like a, um, a point, you know. Um, now, because it has to do with your clairsentience, in other words, your psychic ability, um, you know, like your gut instinct and stuff like that, a lot of times this is probably one of the most beloved stones that there is because it is really, it it's the center of everything between that and the rose quartz, which is coming up next in the fourth chakra. It is like a center um, of your being, which is awesome. Now it's great for healing properties too. So just because it's um, the, the third chakra doesn't mean you can't place it in different areas of the body. So if you have a sore shoulder, stick it on your shoulder, right? Um, 
but much like any other medicine, if you use the quality of those stones, it'll, the energy that is of the stone will go where it's most needed. Now, people also want to use it for abundance. I have not um, used it for abundance, but why not, right? Why shouldn't we use that for abundance? Um, I don't really know why people use it for abundance. I haven't experienced it myself, but I have heard that that, that is what a lot of people will use. They actually put it in their wallets. Isn't that a cool thing? Yes. Um, yeah. It's also known as the merchant's stone. Um, something for abundance, like if you own a business or a store or something like that. Um, and it is said that it can help you attract new opportunities, which can then bring about abundance. So that makes sense, right? Yeah, so the citrine is um, also... <laughs> this cracks me up. The citrine is also known for its protection and weight loss properties. So the next time you see me, I might have citrine plastered all over my body. Yes, just kidding, just kidding. I know I'm goofy, that's all right. So abundance of prosperity, health, simply wear it in your purse, in your bra, in your wallet, um, place it, uh, tape it on a shoulder or whatever place that you're having problems, or better yet, for financial abundance, place it in your cash drawer, right? Pretty cool, huh? So next is the fourth chakra, the heart chakra, which is right in the middle of your chest, right? Right at the heart, and it's rose quartz is the one that's best for this. I love rose quartz. I love rose quartz. It's one of my favorites. I am not necessarily the, the stone person, although I do have my, my choice stones, and rose quartz is always part of it. Not only, of course, does it bring about um, romance and inner peace, um, the love of the self, the self-respect, that type of thing. But for me, rose quartz brings about a, a sense of calm, a sense of peace. Um, it soothes me. So along with the black obsidian or the snowflake obsidian, a lot of times I use a rose quartz. I'll just hold on to it. I have a a rose quartz heart, like a puffy heart that's that's been cut out of rose quartz, and I like to hold it and and roll it, roll it in my hand. It's calming, it's soothing, and the energy brings me <sighs> peace. Yeah, it brings me peace. Also, if you're having difficulty receiving love and understanding, I do recommend that the rose quartz is a good one for that. Um, and it also encourages self-respect, mm -hmm. as long as um, you're open to that and willing to work at it as well, right? So on that note, all the crystals and stones that we've talked about here today, it will only work if you use them, right? And are aware of the energy that you're bringing to those things. And I guess having those crystals and stones on your person just simply makes you aware of those characteristics that you need to incorporate into your life. Makes sense, huh? Rose quartz is also good for not only the relationship troubles, but they're also really good for helping to heal any kind of emotional trauma. So if you're having issues with the kids or with a spouse or sibling or whatever, um, it's very good to put the rose quartz on your body. I like it not necessarily as a protection, but to help me to remain calm to help me to remain in that place where I'm emitting love, right? Because so often, if someone snaps at us, our initial reaction is either to jump back and be hurt or move forward and counterattack, where the rose quartz will help in mitigate that, which is perfect. That's what it's there for, right? Um, it also helps any inner child problems. For instance, if you had issues with a parent or um, uh, abuse or any karma as a child that, that you'd like to release, the rose quartz is great for that. And it's, it's super, it's really, it's great. So moving on to the fifth chakra, which is the throat chakra. So right at the Adam's apple, of course, if you're a guy, you've got, you know, might have this bigger Adam's apple and it's easy to find, but pretty much, um, it's just above the thyroid or right, like in the middle of the neck. 
And the stone that I absolutely love for that is the blue apatite. A-P-A-T-I-T-E, appetite, not like edible appetite. Um, but the blue appetite is, it's kind of uh, a dual action. It, it moves in different ways. It's not only known for its personal power in that it helps you achieve your goals. It also helps open up your upper mental intuitive bodies. Mm -hmm. So from here up, it will work on all of these areas. So when you're trying to communicate with spirit, <laughs> don't go going around with a with a appetite stuck to your throat because that would be a little bit ridiculous, unless I suppose you're wearing a, a, a turtleneck. But it's really not necessary. So just carry this on your person, put it in your bra, put it in your pocket, whatever, and you will see that it will stimulate that the intellect, open up that in that truth, that knowledge, um, which you can use then for not only yourself, but for other people. So it's kind of like opening up that intuitive doorway, and that's what the appetite is really helpful for. Now, primarily, I'm clairaudient, and that all goes with the throat chakra right? So that would be a great stone for me, which I have used in the past. I don't use it any longer, but I have used in the past for simply that purpose. So I suppose maybe some, once in a while when I feel a little bit wonky or a little bit off a little bit, that might help. Hmm. Maybe I should listen to myself. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you're learning and you're growing intuitively and you'd like to increase your clear audience as well as your clairvoyance, yeah, a blue appetite would be appropriate for that. That's one of the stones that you should be having on you. Um, it's also a great stone for manifestation or promoting, uh, promoting humanitarian efforts and service to others, all right? So because much of what we do when we promote humanitarian efforts is uh, vocal driven, that would be helpful as well. Also, it affects the entire aura entire aura, not just at the throat area. Um, and it's also really good for the mental body. So if there's, again, the, the perception of not being enough, you know, smart enough, wise enough, uh, rich enough, pretty enough, whatever the case, that will help heal that dis-ease in the mental body of our aura, all right? Now, it also will help with dreaming. So if you feel like you don't dream, which you do, we all know that that's, that happens. We just don't remember it. But it also helps with increasing the dreams, increasing dream recall, and helps in your creative problem solving. So in other words, you can creatively problem solve in your dreams. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, so there's different um, things that the lapis is good for and this is that's a huge one that's absolutely huge because it's kind of like you know when we're dreaming um spirit can get through so much easier so much easier because our left brain our conscious mind is out of the way and not trying to psychoanalyze everything that we get so use that blue appetite for helping you to come to some kind of solution to your problems in the dream state. Hmm, I challenge you on that one, guys. Yeah, so on to Cindy. I'm going to promote you to panelists. Cindy or Candy? I'm not sure who I've got here. Hang on. Don't have my goggles on. Candy. Hello? Hi. Hi. Hi, where are you Hi. going? I'm going to pull over because you called good. my name. So good. I'm pulling in. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm, I'm glad you're not doing this while you're driving. <laughs> uh, no. I was listening to you while I was driving, but then I got called, so I'm going to pull over so I can talk Thank to you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, are you out and about Christmas shopping? Oh, no, I wish. We're heading. There's Danny. Say hi, Miss Lisa. We're, uh, heading the, we're heading to the hospital. We're staying there Tuesday till Friday for um, uh, seizure monitoring. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, good luck. Good luck with everything, honey. I just have two quick questions. One, um, do you know of a kit that you can get with all the stones in it, or do you have to purchase them separately? 
No, you can purchase them separately, but I do have a kit that's very similar to the stones that I'm talking about today on my Amazon shop, which is just amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Lisa Busan. And I'll have that link in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. Cause I really like the, cause we just bought a big kit of oils too. And so I wanted to do that. It's called like drop therapy where you put the oil and put a stone on it. Right. Along the spine for Jenny. So awesome. I to do that. Um, my question is, <clears throat> my husband is still looking for a job and his insurance ends December 31st. And I really am worried that I'm going to be the one who has to go back full time. Yeah. I know. So he's waiting on two two job offers to see if he was down to the final two candidates. Um, so it's between him and one other person. And um, I think that I just kind of am stressing out over it so much because in two weeks, you know, we have to make a decision. One of us has to go back to work full time. Right. What I'm picking up for you, Ken, is the month of February is really um, strong here. Right. Okay. So you might go about a month without any kind of income or whatever. But February is the first thing that popped up in my mind. Now, one of the things that I'm seeing is one of those positions. It almost feels like he's perfect for the job. But I almost feel like I, I he doesn't get chosen for that because someone else is either asking less money or is willing to take less money, okay? And that's okay, if that falls through, that is okay. Yeah. Because what I'm seeing is the one that he's getting, actually, um, it's almost like being created for him. So okay. it's, it's, so he goes in with the skill set that he has, but then the employer says, well, gosh, you could do that, and you can also do that, and you can do this. So it's almost like they're rearranging that position that they have open to work around his skill set, which, so he's creating his own position really is what he's doing. And that's fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah. I do see this happening for sure by February 14th, but I get a sense that you're probably going to hear the last week in January. Okay. Right? Yeah. So very cool. Good for you and good for him. I'm glad that you don't have to return to work and you can stay home with your kitties. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that was my biggest fear just because with my background, the, the job that I, I have a job that I can walk into, but the hours are, I have to be there by seven in the morning. I'm not allowed to leave till six, six thirty, And I travel oh 60% of the time. So I wouldn't, and Joe would become Jenny's primary caregiver. And I just don't think men are very good at getting up in the morning and pounding the pavement 15 hours a day. But then when it comes to their babies, they, it's, they scares them. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. I I'm pray, praying for that. I'll have lots of time to pray in the hospital this week because that's all we're doing. Is exactly. Exactly. No, manifest it. Pray for it and manifest it. There you go. I yeah. Like it. Thank you, Lisa. You're welcome, sweetheart. So you just manifest that everything will happen in God's divine timing in the way that is best suited to the needs of your family. Thanks, Lisa. Yeah. Jenny, can you say bye to Miss Lisa? Bye. Bye, Bye, sweetheart. Bye. All right, you take care, sweetie. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye, honey. All right, everybody. So the sixth chakra, the brow chakra, smack dab in the middle of the forehead. Yes, we've all seen the pictures of that third eye right there, right? Um, That is lapis lazuli, L-A-Z-U-L-I, lapis lazuli. Just call it lapis for short. This is one of the ways to increase our psychic awareness, our intuitive awareness. Um, This is the the chakra and the stone that you should be using if you're trying to see deceased loved ones and angels and guides and what have you. Um, I use this one often enough when I was starting my mediumship. Um, And then every once in a while, if I'm trying to increase my clairvoyance, which is this, um, it helps. It helps. It's also a good stone for psychic protection. Now, I know a lot of teachers out there are anti-psychic protection, but I also get a sense sometimes that maybe it just brings you peace and maybe it helps, right? 
So, and if it relieves your stress and brings you peace, I'm all for it, right? I'm all for it. Because how can you operate optimally if you're under stress or uh, and full of anxiety, right? Of course you can't. So it brings that inner harmony, that inner peace. It also opens up self-knowledge, which I find very important because every once in a while, we don't know what we need. We don't know what we want. We just know that we're feeling off. And this is where the lapis helps, right? So it encourages the self-awareness, um, self-expression, if you will. And then I guess it reveals... Here's the thing. It reveals our truth to us, right? Because very often you'll go down into a meditation and you're thinking that this will happen when in all actuality this happens, right? So it brings you an awareness to something that maybe hadn't happened to enter your, into your uh, scope or your, your vision of possibility. Also, it helps provide um, a sense of limitlessness as well as curiosity, um, helps you open up compassion not only to yourself but to others as well, and also helps you to understand moral dilemmas, all right, whether the moral dilemma is of your own making or of the making of someone else, right? Now, I like to use the lapis when I have trouble expressing myself. For instance, if we were to get tongue-tied or if I feel awkward expressing myself to a certain person, it helps me realize what I really want and how to clarify that so that other people can understand me without becoming, uh, without there being confusion or misinterpretation right? We all know what happens when someone misinterprets what we say and like all hell breaks loose sometimes, especially if it's a written word because they don't know the, and the emotion that's behind what we're trying to convey. So the lapis does help with that so that you can express yourself clearly and concisely and accurately, right? So it helps you to see what's needed. Yeah, where before it's almost like, gosh, I just don't know how to express myself or I don't know what to say so that's not mistaken, right? So it also boosts on the physical level. It also boosts the immune system, which is a good thing and purifies the blood. Now, of course, I'm not doctor diagnosing or prescribing, but these are known elemental ways that the lapis lazuli will help with your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies. Um, it also benefits the respiratory and nervous system, as well as helps the throat and viral vocal cords, the thyroid, and that type of thing. So there's a lot of other things that the lapis uses, and that's one of the stones that I carry with me pretty much all the time. I carry it in my purse um, because it's a good all-around. That in the quartz crystal, which we'll get to in just a moment. Um, those are two of the ones that I really, really find helpful to me. Now, the seventh chakra is the crown, which is actually on the top of your head or just above your head, right? And that is, there's a couple stones that I use for that. One, as I mentioned, is the quartz crystal, but then it also is the amethyst. Now, some people put the amethyst here. I do not. I put it on top of my head because I find that it opens me up more to the higher level beings, whether they're our spiritual guides, our angels, and even um, our council of elders, that type of thing, the, the masters, universal masters. Um, but I find that um, the amethyst, for instance, brings forth a spiritual awareness, um, heightened much more than any other stone that I know, for me anyways, that uh, works in that manner. It opens up the intuition, especially again to the higher level spiritual beings. Um, it enhances your psychic ability, mm -hmm. psychic and mediumship ability. Um, it also has a strong healing quality to it um, in that I feel like it helps uh, get our heads straight. <laughs> so it might help with sobriety or someone who's um, high or someone who's having difficulty um, with their mental acuity, so depression, uh, bipolar, things like that. Sometimes it helps bring that all, like it tightens it all and brings it all together. That helps as well because, of course, in the head. Um, it also helps on that line with overindulgences like eating disorders and drug disorders, um, things like that, right? 
and then it calms and stimulates the mind, which whew, who doesn't need that, right? Of course, who doesn't need that? So um, I'm also reading here, it helps express our spiritual wisdom. It helps us to express that, to feel comfortable expressing that, to feel comfortable um, embodying those things, right? And comfortable embodying those qualities. So let me go back to the drawing board here and see who I have here as an attendee. Um, I have Colleen here. I'm going to promote her to the panelist. Hi, Colleen. Hi, Ann. Hi. Thanks for How tuning in. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Good. How can I help you, sweetie? Um, I just wanted to see if there were any messages for me this week. Okay. Anything I needed to know. I've got to actually have a grandfather here on mom's side of the family. He's saying one, two, buckle my shoe, three, four, shut the door. So I'm going to interpret that as that there are things that you've been putting in motion and it's now time to solidify them. All right. Okay. They got one, two, buckle my shoe. And it's almost like all the pieces are off in never, never land. So in other words, they're incomplete but I get the sense of this is the perfect time for you to solidify these things, to put these new endeavors in motion. All okay. right. Now I'm also hearing um, that all the different things that you, he's considering you a jack of all trades. So everything that you are doing just a little bit. Yeah. So everything that you are doing, um, he's showing me all these different like, endeavors all these different things that you're doing but he says you're bringing all of that past experience that you've had in your life it's all merging and melding into what you're doing now mm -hmm. so whether you had experience before in uh, customer relationships or maybe you were a medical person in before or you know so everything you've ever done he's saying is now coming together to form this nice big ball of wax and that's where you are now. So you're using all this experience that you have to create your new pathway, right? Lovely. I like it when everything forms together because sometimes you wonder like, why did I have to go through this? Or why did I have to do that? Because seemingly one thing has nothing to do with the other. Right. But you need all that experience to bring you to where you are today. Okay. Love it. I love it. So good luck with you. How exciting. You too, honey. Thanks. Take care. Hon. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's continue on with the crown chakra, which is the seventh chakra. And we're talking about the crystal, quartz crystal, in fact. So the quartz crystal is like, to me, it's an amplifier. The crystal is also called a master healer. I use the quartz crystal to magnify or amplify the energy of the other crystals, right? Now, of course, you can use it all by itself, but if you are very clairsentient or empathic, you may find that using quartz crystal may be too much of an amplifier, may make you feel too much, and you might get overwhelmed. So, and that's why I sometimes recommend just simply using the amethyst which it just kind of tones it down a little bit. So, but if you want to amplify, for instance, my lapis, which I love, I would put that with a quartz crystal to amplify that, like, Wah! right? It'll increase that energy twofold or more, and we can use that um, to absorb, to store stresses, releases, um, regulates the energy in our bodies, right? Now, sometimes when I'm healing, when I'm doing a healing session with a client, um, it'll amplify the Reiki energy that I'm um, bringing into the, the room and into the, the client. So I'll place um, the quartz crystal at their crown, not on their head, but on the bed behind them, as well as in between their feet. So it acts as a, like a radiator, right? So I can feel the energy going from head to foot, from head to foot, and it cycles back and forth. So it kind of surrounds the energy, surrounds the aura, surrounds the physical body with this protecting vibe. Now, many people think that it draws off negative energy of any sort, and I think that I agree with that. It kind of acts like a sponge. 
uh, like a psychic sponge, a spiritual sponge, if you will, to um, clear the auric field. I love it. Absolutely love it. And then also is said to stimulate the immune system, which is also a good thing. So in other words, the clear quartz crystal receives and it gives, give and receive, give and receive. So it's a cyclical type of energetic stone. Now, in all of this, in all of these stones, again, I will reiterate the fact that this is not an exhaustive list because there's so many crystals that can be a benefit to you. But do your homework. These crystals, the ones that I've listed today, the crystals and stones, are simply the stones that I have found personally to be most beneficial to me and of all around benefit, all right? Um, I do recommend cleansing those stones, cleansing the crystals. You can do it many different ways. You can soak them in Epsom salt, soak them in salt water, put them out in the moonlight, put them out in the sunlight. There's a million different ways to do it. Um, so whatever feels good to you, whatever um, makes sense to you, then go ahead and do that. Absolutely. Now, again, as I mentioned earlier in the show, you can find a chakra kit with most of the stones that I've um, talked about here today on my amazon.com page, which is amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Lisa Busan. And then, or you can just purchase the stones separately, however you want to do that. And then above all else, I want you to understand that you're taking um, the natural product that mother nature has created for you, right? Whether it's a box flower remedy um, or the crystals, the stones or herbs or whatever. And it might take a little bit longer to manifest the changes. Or if you're very open um, to receiving these energies and your body's hungering for these things, the, the energy or the, the properties of these stones can manifest change immediately. So it's all very individual. Okay, so thank you for listening in, everybody. My name, again, is Lisa Busan. You can find me at my website, which is lisabusan.com. That's Lisa, B-O-U-S-S-O-N.com. You can find me on Facebook. Just type in my name, Lisa Busan. And the same thing on YouTube. Just type in youtube.com forward slash Lisa Busan. You can also find Insight with Psychic Medium Lisa Busan on Apple iTunes, all right? So you can listen to the podcast of that as well as on, you'll find the podcast on my website as well. And as always, everybody, thanks for listening in. I hope you enjoyed the show and learned a little bit about your chakras as well as how to cleanse them using the crystals. Remember always, my dears, to seek the divine, be the divine, and you'll reap the divine. God bless. Mm -hmm.